0: I'm Brett Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the v Sports Network. Bet on the bull, WRNF,
1: Kingston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Tuesday, December the 19th in the year of Lord, 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 992 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. If you missed our first hour, you missed a, a, a jam-packed, uh, just uh, a lot of information there. We talked some NFL. We talked NBA with our good friend, Richard Clark from the Carteret County news times and Carolina coast online.com. Uh, we, we, we tried to solve uh, some of the problems of the world as we were doing it there. Now, uh, if you were listening earlier in the show, I, uh, I mentioned how our second hour guest was going to be, uh, Kenston fire department chief Damian Locklear, uh, who is moving from, uh, Kenston down the New Bern. Unfortunately, he is not going to be able to join us. Uh, I got a message from him. I don't think he would mind me uh, reading this. Uh, He sent it to me about 30 minutes ago. Can't be here this morning. He received the worst news a father could ever receive. If we pray, if you pray, please keep my family in your prayers. So I'm throwing that out there to our audience to to do that too. And uh, in that vein, man, just Superman himself I appreciate him more than he knows Brian North from WCTI News Channel 12 uh, Fox Eastern Carolina joining us live here on our Spence Automotive guest line here this morning North to start with thank you uh, right here uh, again with uh, Chief Locklear not able to join us because of a family emergency thank you so much for uh, coming on with us here this morning okay
2: I hope, well, yeah, thank well, I hope everything's okay with him we actually just had him on our news this morning a, a feature about him for moving from Kinston to New Bern that to Rebecca McGann sat down with him yesterday. So obviously, we uh, we hope everything uh, comes out okay for he and his family. But family first, you know, it's uh it's it's what happens in, in this world. So uh, very happy to to try to take the burden off of him and off of you uh, anytime yeah. I can.
1: And uh, Norris, you're the best. Hey,
2: this doesn't
1: uh, uh, oversee or right the fact that uh, dude, I still want you on on uh, Friday, January the twelfth. That's our one thousandth show uh you know you've been on our first show what our first hundredth 250th 500th 750th you've been a part of a valuable part of every one of these uh landmark shows so dude uh you you still are coming on on friday january the 12th right
2: would not miss it for the world (laughs) if i could figure out a way i'd be live in studio on whitehall drive which let's not discount that yet but i can't make any promises but um now that I have that date in my head, uh, I, I thought it was November for some reason. So that's when you get old, you lose all, all kinds of time. But, no. yeah, January 12th. Yeah, yeah. dude, you know what other,
1: what else that is, right? Uh, is that your birthday? That's my 55th birthday, dude. So Double you, nickel. You, you've got to come, man. My 1,000th show, my 55th birthday. And then on top of all that, dude, Coach Whitfield's inducted me into
2: his Hall of Fame that night, too. What? Wow, that is how are you going to top that day? You should just retire and never, never come out in public again after that. That's going to be the culmination right there. And Brian North coming on my show that day too. I mean,
1: how do you beat all that? And I'm not even being insincere. Yeah. I'm mean, being, dude. You, you are man. I mean, I, I try to tell you this. And I've told you this several times, man. Time time tell- about how much I appreciate you. And you know, again, how did we kick off this show on December second? Uh, 2019 we could have had anybody who did we ask and who graciously appeared as our very first guest by god it was brian freaking north okay
2: well i i uh always happy to help out and you were way too gracious with your compliments you, you really need to rein those in a lot more so uh, <laughs> but I, I do i do really appreciate it and it's always fun i, I always look forward to a, a public conversation with you on these airways.
1: well i do appreciate you too okay let's jump into some of the stuff here uh how much did you cover because i got to remember dude you cover all of eastern north carolina and you were still uh yeah you were doing stuff on the news side back in uh what 2017 2018 but you were still doing mostly sports how much did you cover kobe white back then at wilson greenfield
2: not not much because they're not technically in our viewing area i mean we've always kind of kind of shaded him towards Goldsboro native because that's a, a little closer to us and we do well we're not on well, well Goldsboro and Wilson are not part of our television market we do have people in the Goldsboro area with antennas who watch it Some, I mean, it's right on the fringe but so we didn't cover him as much at Wilson prep um, you know it was more when we went to UNC we got to know him a little bit better we knew of him but they were not in our wheelhouse, per se, unless they played somebody for, from our viewing area, which they did not very often during that time.
1: Yeah, that's what I was wondering. just That's one of the things that Rich and I were talking about in the last hour, just his emergence, man, over the last 10 games. He's averaging some, in the neighborhood of 24, 25 points a game, yep. uh, eight assists, seven rebounds, and has really – Uh, helped the Chicago Bulls uh, since Levine's been out and I I was just wondering your thoughts on him I mean a guy that I had the honor of covering when he was at the Holiday Invitational back in uh, I guess it was 2017-2018 and just was Mm -hmm. amazing set the scoring record when he was up there I just wanted your thoughts on him
2: yeah so you know it comes from an area that produces a lot of great athletes and Uh, I again, I've had to learn retroactively about him. A lot of times, I I learn of these people when they're coming up through and and get to know them and follow their careers. But Kobe's one of those guys I had to learn once he got to UNC. I'm like, okay, that's the guy from Goldsboro who went to Williamsburg. Okay, and I had to kind of like work my way back on that. And so, look, he was at UNC. He was, uh, you know, had a good one year. And when you start looking at what is his age now, you know, this is about the time where he should, if he had stayed three years, which probably should have done except the money was too good for him to pass up but if he'd stayed his full complement of years at Carolina and then went into the NBA I mean he's kind of right on time for where he should be kind of peaking and getting his confidence and I wasn't sure when he went in his freshman or not freshman year his rookie year in Chicago he started well but then he had some of those growing pains and I wasn't quite sure where he was going to fit in but it's kind of where the light bulb has gone on for him he's understood uh, he's improved his shooting and he kind of under, has understood the game a little bit more. So I've heard nothing but good things about him. I have had very few personal interactions with him, but I've heard nothing but good things about him, and it's, it's nice to see. Anytime someone east of I-95, you know, the 2 5 tours and the 9 one ers <laughs> anytime they do well, we, we like to claim them and, uh, and, and, and bring them under our umbrella.
1: I love it. I absolutely love it. That voice list, too, Brian North, uh, WCTI News Channel 12, uh, Fox Eastern Carolina. Wears a lot of hats over there for uh, both those stations. Uh, dude, the, 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 I was talking about this with Rich. I talked about it in my monologue, too. As we were going off the air yesterday, the news breaks about Eric Montross uh, passing away. And, and I know that is someone you've had some contact with through the years. Yep. Uh, just uh, your, your thoughts on the, on the passing of, uh, of a Tar Heel legend.
2: Yeah, so it's funny, you know, a few years younger than me, but I obviously followed him closely when he was at UNC, and I was working in Virginia at the time, and my first memory that comes up was a, a good friend of mine from college. She was a not a big UNC fan, but a big Eric Montrose fan, and so they were playing at UVA one night, and so I got her some press passes. And we went. She got to meet him backstage, and she just froze. Uh, so she, I'm like, hey, Eric, this is my friend Mary. And she just froze and couldn't say anything. And so it was the, the fact that he meant that much to, to some people when he was playing. And then he had you know, a little bit of a pro career, but then transli- transitioning into his private life and then being with Jones Angel on UNC radio. And after I got to, to meet him and got to know him a little bit more, you know, Jones is obviously from the Jacksonville area, and they would do their – their summer tours and they would stop in. And so I got to know him a little bit then and always so gracious, always so nice. Oh, never a bad thing to say would never challenge you on anything. He was just, just a nice guy who, who understood the importance of being nice, but being educated, being smart, being all those good things in life. And I always translated, I always liked listening to him on the air. I thought he did a really good job as a color analyst. He and Jones were great compliments to each other. So, um, just when you heard he had cancer, you're like, okay, no problem. He'll beat this, as, as most people do. And then you just hear the news, and it's just devastating. And the first thought is, of course, to his family, because I know he's got uh, younger kids, a wife and younger kids. And so the first thought is just how horrible that he hadn't finished his mission yet with raising his, his kids and his family. So uh, certainly uh, one of the good ones gone way too young. 52 is way too young to be losing someone like Eric Montrose who had so much to give
1: and i could not say what you said any better man and just uh I, again i didn't have a lot of inter- interaction the only my 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 claim to fame with him was this past uh uh ACC tournament which uh, you know a good friend uh you know helps me uh you know cover that uh we won't we won't go into any kind of details there but as i was going into the uh the the media po- not the media room itself but you know going in right before you go through the metal detectors you know what i'm talking about in greensboro yeah oh uh, yeah media. I, I, I had my book my backpack on i opened the door there's a big tall guy coming and guess who it was it was eric montross and he said yeah. he goes thanks bud and uh walks <laughs> through, <so. laughs> so that that that's about the extent of my uh of my connection with him but it was he, he was dude everything I ever heard about him and you know nope. you and I both we have great connections up in the triangle up in Chapel Hill and you know guys who care. they always I never heard I, I guess this is the best thing I can say about him dude I never heard a negative word about him did you nothing nothing no nothing hey,
2: maybe hey. maybe he couldn't shoot beyond foul line extended but that was the worst <laughs> I ever heard about him uh, nothing else he was uh, class act all the way.
1: He definitely was. Brian North on the line with us here this morning on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line here on the Brian Hanks Show. And I, if you don't mind, dude, we're just going to be all over the place here. Uh, I sure. wanted to My, just a uh, uh, there you go. What just a bad situation out at uh, South Central uh, this past Friday night as a, a stabbing takes place uh, out in the, you know, during a basketball game. And then they lock yep. down the gym. Well, tell us what you know about that and then uh, what that's resulted in this week.
2: So there was an altercation. You have two rivals, two schools located right next to each other. A lot of times these things extended. We've seen that a lot more lately in, in schools around the state, around the country, just these, these I don't know, uh, conflicts that, tend to extend to these places now they've had metal detectors at south central high school for many years and they've always had good security there this happened outside the gym uh it was on campus but if you've ever been to south central you the parking lot there is, is right in front of the gym and so um that's where this fight was taking place an unknown person came out of nowhere and stabbed the individual involved in the fight uh, that person oh, we're, older, we're told was a, a serious injury but uh they are on the mend and should not be life-threatening but they're still looking for the person who again just came out of nowhere stabbed or came out of the crowd stabbed the person and then ran off so obviously for safety reasons they uh stopped all basketball activities friday night they resumed them monday night 5 p.m with only parents allowed inside the game which is probably the the smart right thing to do and so you just it, it, it brings to the question of okay everything was safe inside the building but now how far do you have to extend security outside of the building and obviously on campus grounds I mean there that is a discussion that's to be had but um first of all what is wrong with people and they don't think it was gang related that was the initial reaction we've been getting from law enforcement but I just I hate to see it it's not the first time and it won't be the last time we've seen horrible things like Jones County, uh, somebody got shot and killed outside a basketball game many years ago. And so um, it's the violence, unfortunately, is happening for not very good reasons, but it's happening. And it's just a matter of trying to find ways to to get people to be able to diffuse the situation and get along better. Because our tempers coming out of COVID seem to be much shorter. Our abilities for conflict resolution seem to be a little less. We get right to the extreme of measure faster than ever before so um bigger picture stuff to look at but um I think overall things were handled pretty well by Pitt County and, and South Central in that instance well
1: like I said we were uh, as we were coming out of our game Friday night at Kenston High School uh, I think you guys had reported it and that that was a big topic of conversation around Kenston High School's gym uh, at the end of that game. It was just it's just crazy. Do you think there's more violence now? The same amount, or what? What are your um, thoughts on that? And I'm saying, as someone who's been doing this now for 25 years more than that, I guess uh, not trying to not I'm trying to out you here with your age here, North. <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know, I mean, is there more than we used to have? Is it about the same? And what were your thoughts?
2: um statistics tell you crime and and violence is down a little bit i I think we're more aware of it because of social media and the instantaneous factor i mean here you are you're 30 miles away and you found you know you guys knew when you're walking out of the gym so it's that it's that factor of having it more in the in the mainstream but then it's Forgotten so quickly too. That's the other thing with social media. You move on to the next thing so quickly. Um, I, I think it goes back to conflict resolution. Isn't as good as, as it used to be. Used to be, you could talk some ways out of it. Used to be, I guess you know. Sometimes we glamorize in the good old days. We just take it out back. We fight, and then we get up, and shake hands, and um, kind of. I don't know if that was the case either. We would still be mad at our people, but you know, you got over it. you, but you never took it to. Okay, you hit me with a fist, I'm going to get a knife. You got a knife, I'm going to get a gun. The escalation to the extreme measures now, I think, is quicker than it's ever been. It's our microwave society, I guess, right? We don't want to find ways to to figure out a common sense solution. We just microwave it right to the extreme to try and end, end it as quickly as possible. So I think maybe there's more of, of that. Uh, there's more of the, I'm going to get you. We don't know how to take a loss like we used to, yep, Right. Yep. I mean, it used to be you got your tail beat. You just you had to take it. You just had to figure it out. Now you get beat. You don't you, you come right back with an extreme measure. You're not going to get me. I'm going to have the last word. And I think that's where some of these things escalate to things like this, too. So, look, it's a very complicated situation, right? We have gang involvements. We have social anxieties now we never used to have or, or talk about. We have coming out of COVID, our inability to deal with people. Uh, like we used to, having to relearn interacting, having to relearn conflict resolution. So um, I find myself quicker tempered now dealing with people in in the public than than I used to uh, during COVID because you didn't have to deal with people in your proxemic space. So I I think for a lot of us, it's just uh, trying to think bigger picture on all these things of what is the point? What am I going to get out of this? And what is the worst case scenario if I follow through on my impulses?
1: You know, I've really worried, and again that voice list too is Brian North here on uh the Brian Hanks show this morning. I uh I've really I've worried about this psychologically that those couple of years with uh COVID, you know, where we what missed the whole second semester of the twenty twenty uh, yeah. you know, school year and then pretty much twenty twenty one was just there really wasn't a school year. So a year and a half <laughs> that a lot of these right. kids that, you know, are now what well, that are seniors now, juniors and seniors now that were 7th and 8th graders in. Dude, I really do. I wonder how this is going to affect those kids uh, in the
2: upcoming years, dude. Uh, Isolation is a horrible thing. You talk yeah. about people who have been prisoners, you know, going into uh, solitary confinement. Isolation is the worst thing you can do to people. Uh, people are natural creatures of, of habit where they, they want to interact with other human beings. And we took that away. We put we put arrows on, on grocery store uh, <laughs> aisles. We had to go one way and God forbid you went the other way. And and we had all the social distancing and restrictions and we forgot what it was like to have the conflict resolution of having somebody bump into you at the grocery store, or step on your shoe or uh, being around crowds or, or more traffic on the highway. We lost some of that ability to, mentally cope and, and understand, and we're having to really learn some of that. And when you're younger and you don't have the past experiences of knowing how to deal with that, yeah, you're having to learn it for the first time. And so, look, it's, it's easy to sit here and say these things retrospect and to try to have it fit each individual situation, but I really do feel like our patience with each other is a little bit shorter. We're having to relearn that, and that's just going to take some time. And you just hope you don't do something detrimental uh, when making a short-sighted mistake you hope you don't do something detrimental to your life to, to really throw it off the rails man good lord wise words there dude you're absolutely right that's brian
1: north you're listening to he is our uh, big interview today here on the brian hanks show and as you know every day here on the show, UNC Lenore Healthcare is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs, or call them at 252 522 7000. You can also email them at, info at lenore.org or visit the comprehensive website at unclenore.org and again thank you so much to beverly jenkins all the folks over at unc lenore healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview again a big big time thank you to our good friend brian north for uh, jumping in today with chief locklear unable to uh, uh come on the show here today with us but uh and, and again uh, another sad news topic but i definitely wanted your uh, thoughts on him because i know this gentleman meant a lot to you but you were mentioning jones senior a few moments ago uh jones senior Lost their uh, a football coach, ath- our former football coach, athletics director Greg Hampton, a gentleman that meant a lot to me, and I know he thought the world of you. I can tell you that. I remember you walking on the field a few times, and he and Don Kantz, and you know all the folks uh, giving you know how we always do. You, you know we give each other a hard time and bust on each other. Uh, that had to have been a blow to you as much as it was to me when
2: you got the news about Greg Hampton. That one hits hard, right? Because you see him all the time. I have his phone number, and anytime I need something in Jones County, I just text Greg Hampton. And, you know, been covering him since he was uh, in charge of the Jacksonville Raiders' the semi-pro team back in the early 2000s and um, was teaching Kendrick Pollock how to throw deep and got them all the way to the national semifinals and then took over at Jones Sr. And any time the program was starting to struggle, he would be the one to take it on the chin and try to get them back to where they needed to be. And, just had a nice conversation with him during the football season about eventually retiring and enjoying life and not worrying about all the pressures that go along with it he still wanted to do the job he said he didn't know what else to do in retirement that's why he enjoyed it but he wanted to take a step back and start enjoying some of those other things so those were the first thoughts that crossed my mind when uh, I heard of his sudden passing just that he was there and he just never got the chance to do some of the things he was planning on doing and that that's that's a tough blow of it because he was such a good guy he Always wanted to do the right thing. And sometimes doing the right thing isn't always the popular thing. It's not always – he could have easily walked away and said, let somebody else take the L's. But no, he stayed there with that football program and tried to rebuild it and get it back to where it was, going through all the floods, going through the pandemic, everything that he did. So, uh, you know, he ranks right up there on my list. And just uh, so sad for Jones Sr., the the Trenton community, the Jones County community, for not having him there anymore to rely on.
1: I know, man. It just – you couldn't have put it any better than you did right there North that, I mean, here's a guy that was, I mean, one of our last conversations I had with him was, you know, you know how, again, how we bust on each other. And I'm like, uh, you know, uh, so I asked him something about retirement and, uh, he basically, that's so funny that you said that he basically said the same thing to me. Well, what, what else do I know? I know football. I love football. I love sports. And, uh, God, I just said that. That one hit like you said, close to home. And I just remember being on the sideline covering games, and you would come, you know, on a Friday night with your camera, and you know, uh, Coach Hampton he'd have he'd have a little uh, something to say to you, uh, and I'm talking about to you, North. You know, little tongue in cheek thing that uh, we probably can't say right here on the air, and, uh, and you would smile and you'd dish it right back to him. I just, uh, he, he was a good dude, wasn't he?
2: I. It's always. I'm always honored when coaches will actually talk to me during a game. Yep. Like I don't yep. intend to go up there and talk to them, but you know, you catch their eye. And sometimes it's about the game, sometimes it's about life, sometimes it's about something else. And but uh, Greg Hampton is as gruff of uh, exterior and <laughs> uh, marine through and through as any coach that you'll ever come across. And so for him to take the time during games when he was deeply involved <laughs> to just talk about stuff was always. I was always honored and privileged. I've always felt that with the coaches around here, that they would trust me to have these conversations in the middle of these hotly contested games. And so, uh, so a guy like Greg Hampton, who you would not think would engage. And such tomfoolery during a game always did it so that, that always meant the world to me
1: i like what you said about the gruff exterior too and you're absolutely right northman he was that classic guy of, if you met him you didn't know him and maybe your only interaction was shaking hands but man if you even scratched just even a i was about to say an inch heck i mean just the surface under man i mean the guy had the biggest heart in the world loved jones county loved jones senior loved his kids
2: He did, and, and he's a guy who kind of adopted into it. You know, he was a Jacksonville guy for so yep, long. Yep. And so then, you know, he kind of adopted into the whole Jones senior community, and, and, and they loved him for it. And, uh, again, no-nonsense fit what they did there.
1: Well, very good. Well, listen, we'll leave you with this uh, and it, just the immediacy of it. I was going to ask you about this, young man, when you came on the show. We, well, I probably will even when you come on the show on uh, the 1,000th show on January 12th. But uh, I know a young man that I take a lot of pride in, and I know he is. And I hope you listened to yesterday's show, dude, because he gave you a lot of love and talked about how you, Brian North, helped spark his love of sports media. But Jack Leary uh, was on the show yesterday. Uh, you know, he he's working with Hoop State Network. He's a senior at Richlands High School, and he shared. Uh,
2: did you get first? Did you get a chance to listen to yesterday's show yet? I did get to hear some of it and uh, a couple of compliments that he had out there. It was very – I love Jack. You know, that's a kid that's uh, known for a long time, he and his family, and to watch him grow and become the young man he is and so polished and distinguished, you know, there's a little bit of pride that goes there because it's amazing how far ahead of the game he is than we were at that age. So uh, it was really good. All right, if you haven't heard, the terrorists are now in the house. It sounds like they are
1: listen north. <laughs> I cannot again tell you how much I appreciate you and uh stepping up uh, when Chief Locklear was unable to do the show this morning, dude. You're the only person I texted you immediately say yes. Dude, I love you, man. Thank you so much for helping out. Hey, uh, tell the ter- Hey, we should let people know uh, one of the terrorists going to be a flower girl in our uh, in Linda's
2: my wedding, dude. She's standing right next to me. What do you think about that? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: yeah
2: he's ready he wait. got the dress ordered the other one's over here screaming yeah what can i do for you <laughs> you should be tall enough to get in the car by yourself what is wrong with you <laughs> dude i will
1: say the last i'll leave you with this the only you you know some dude you will never ever 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 be able to say those those beautiful girls are not yours they look just like you i
2: wonder if they're jennifers okay they look just like yeah. you dude <laughs> Yeah, well, there's something to that. The curly <laughs> hairs, but I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still looking at the mailman every now and then going, where did that come from? But, uh, but uh, no, nah, they uh, they Their <laughs> attitude, depending on if it's a good attitude or a bad attitude, is when I'll uh, claim or not claim them. So uh, right now, I may not be claiming them as I'm trying to get them in the car for daycare. So, hey.
1: North, you're the best, man. Thank you for uh, jumping off. I can't wait to see you in, uh, what, in 11 days at the wedding and then uh, joining us on our 1,000th show, my friend.
2: Looking forward to it. Uh, big villains at the LCC on December 30th. Can't wait for it.
1: <laughs> can't wait. North, thank you so much, buddy. All right. See you, big. There you go. That is Brian North from uh, News Channel 12 in uh, Fox, Eastern Carolina. Again, uh, if you were listening to the beginning of the show and we were talking about, uh, Damian Locklear uh, was going to join us from the Fire Department. Uh, who he is heading down to New Bern. Unfortunately, he's had a, a family emergency. Uh, a very cryptic text that I shared earlier. I hope everything is all right with him, and we do. We send our best to him from uh, the Brian Hanks Show and uh, 960 960 Bet on the Bull. Hope everything's all right with him. He said if we pray, keep his family in our prayers, and we are definitely doing that. Okay, listen, uh, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We've got a special guest that's going to be joining us uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line during the birthday game. Uh, Let's get John and Jonathan here. We'll come back and wrap up the uh, Tuesday, December 19th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Day is tuesday december the 19th in the year of our lord 2023 six shopping days till christmas j- ladies and gentlemen. boy am i excited brian i know you are and i am too what about the prince of darkness over there he's just
0: ready for something bad to happen
3: oh i'm, I'm gonna be on my roof with a uh, looking for Sandy. oh Oh,
1: well we're, this, this show, we're only 30 I seconds ref- in and I it's refuse already...
3: to celebrate a holiday where we we where we advocate for home invasion that's all I'm saying yeah
1: uh, <laughs> well, you know he's got a point there hey, awesome. yeah. you
3: know what else has a point My god
1: dude <laughs> what uh, he, he might have gone over the edge there right twice twice and we're not even one minute into today's birthday game you know who else is going over the edge uh, no else, I, I, and i push him off the roof I don't know, man. I don't know how I'm going to keep concentration
0: all week. Because not only do I, is have is there anybody that, you, you're trying to come up with a gift idea for that you're stumped, you're stymied, you don't no, have? No, because well, you do the gift card, you do that.
1: Yeah, I do. The, I, I do the worst way out. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm not even disagree, but you've been with me before when I've done that. Is it not glorious to see me standing there and it's like shopping Edward's, for it's eleven like Edward, people?
0: It's like Edward would scissor hands cutting nine heads at one time. <laughs> I got my brother. a really sweet.
1: Now you'll appreciate that's it. It's not that you want John, but. I got my brother a uh, Le'Veon Bell autograph Pittsburgh Steelers jersey. You know, my brother's a big Steelers fan, but I wanted to get it framed, and I've waited and waited, and I've almost waited too long. Do you know anywhere where I can take it and get it framed, like <laughs> uh, in two or three days? Because uh, I think right here at Christmas, it's almost impossible.
3: No, because the place I took my jersey to get framed, it took it
1: a while. Ooh, speaking of which, and we should say this: a long-suffering wife. No, 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 no. This uh, is good. I've got a jacket that I need to take the sleeves up on. We're doing uh, this on the air. <laughs> well, why not? This is cool. I mean, because it just people want to know how we talk in real life, not just you know as we're trying to entertain people. John Dawson. Yeah, Will who, she would do want, that? who would want entertainment on a radio show? <laughs> exactly. But I mean, I've got. I mean, but it's got mm-hmm. buttons on the sleeve too. Would she be able to take the buttons off, take this, take it up about an inch and a half, two inches, and put the buttons back on it on both sleeves? Do what now? <laughs> I've got a sport coat. Uh huh. You know, a sport jacket. Yes. You know. I know what it is. With I, like know with what you and, I got what okay, it is. I need to take, look at Jonathan. Oh, I love that we entertain him. Oh, my God. When he puts his chin up like that and you see the bottom if of the beard. If you don't tell me
0: what you want done to that jacket, I'm going to stab you. Don't
1: go on, man. The sleeves are too long on it. I need the sleeves shortened by about an inch and a half to two inches, but they've got buttons on the on the
0: sleeve. Will she take it up and then resew the buttons back on it? I'll have to ask. I've never heard a human say that sentence before, but I'll find out. You just want the sleeves short? Yeah, I want the sleeves shortened about an inch and a half, both of them. Basically, you know, sleeves short.
3: Yeah, and you know how the buttons are down here on the sleeve that serve zero purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he just wants her to move those up about an inch and a half, an inch and a half, and shorten the sleeve.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll ask. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, or if she's listening like she listens every morning's show, then she'll have heard us talk about it. Has she ever listened to the show? Does she listen to the show? No. Linda listens every morning, dude. Every morning. Summer does sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. Summer really doesn't listen to the show. She
3: did when we first started. Yeah, and you know there was that that degree of novelty to it. Oh, you know they're they're on the radio, and now four years later, she's like, yeah, I'm tired of hearing them talk.
0: <laughs> I think my dad and uncle and are Jonathan only, too. are the only two that, that even read my column. We read it, John If you're in it,
1: I read it. I read well, it. Well, okay. I read it
3: since I've gotten off Facebook. It, I
0: haven't read it as much. Yeah, we've got two usable minutes so far. <laughs> He's probably right.
1: Okay. Uh, this
0: segment is sponsored by GaWico Technology Service Provider. No,
1: no, it's provider. Singular. Do we need to call Jock again? I think we. I think Jock he might. Enough. I think he might drop us if we call him again. <laughs> well, we called him yesterday. I mean, it would just you know. Yeah, and it only seems like thirty minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> we ought to call somebody every uh, day this week on the. Uh, uh, you know what?
0: I got one. People don't like being called out of the blue without notice.
1: I want to call somebody every day this week here on Christmas week of, uh, or the week before Christmas. Let's see if this person picks up. Hello. Uh, Hey, you are live on the, uh, on the birthday game presented by Goeco, uh, technology service provider. Tell everybody who this is. It's the producer of the show. The woman that I will be marrying exactly 11 days from now.
2: Brian!
1: Oh, hey, Brian! Yeah, there you go. It's Linda Whittington. Say hello, Linda. Hello,
2: Linda.
1: Well, no, not you. I was telling the guys to say that. Say hello, hello,
2: hello oh, Linda. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, guys.
1: Linda, it's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Hey, I, okay. t- tell them how many times do you hear that in a uh, in a in a week? Let's say in a weekly. You got to hear that three or four times a week, don't Strangely, you?
2: Strangely, quite a bit, yeah.
3: <laughs> Record scratch. I bet
0: you're wondering how I got
3: here. <laughs>
0: it's a green card thing, I'm sure. Uh, uh, so,
1: uh, are you having second thoughts? She's in her no, tenth and twelfth thoughts right now. No, not at all. I am very blessed and very honored. Okay. Third, fourth, fifth thoughts. <laughs> Tell them how lucky you are to be marrying me, sweet woman. Okay. Very right. lucky. Blink twice
3: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you feel you like you're. Can't see her. She's dangerous. on the phone. You don't know that. <laughs> this says the guy who does twenty visual gags per show.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, well we are calling every. We're calling somebody every day this week. Yesterday we talked to Jock leg. Today we're talking to you. We, who knows who we'll be calling tomorrow? But every day this week, during the birthday game, we're going to call somebody. Okay. Fun. You, I love
2: it.
1: Isn't it? It's cool, isn't it? It's
2: not my birthday,
1: you think? No, no, no. Your birthday is not until June. June the twentieth. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Anything you you want to say to her as we let her go here, John Dawson? I'm sorry, Linda.
3: (laughs) Jonathan? What? What? No, I've I've tried my best.
1: (laughs) Okay, what are you more excited about? And this will be the last question. Three things. Your new grandchild, Christmas coming up, or getting married to uh, the love of your life?
2: An awkward silence. <laughs> that um, was an awkward. Getting silence. married to
0: the love of my life, and my new grandchild. I have to put him up there with us. <laughs> have you
1: told Brian you're going
2: to marry the love of your life? Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> well played. Thank you so much, <laughs> sweet girl.
2: That's so
1: good. You're welcome. Y'all have a great day. There you go. Uh, so how about that? That's a, that's going to be our neat little thing. We're going to do that this week, John Dawson. We're going to call somebody different every day this week during the birthday game. Okay? We did Jacques yesterday. We did Linda today. You think the long-suffering wife would come on with us? I don't know. know, know. (laughs) Why don't you talk to her and see? That would be fun here on Christmas week. And maybe summer one day this week, too. That would be cool. Maybe we'll get Maris on. Oh, my God. Now, that would actually be pretty cool. She went,
3: I don't know what it is. She wants to talk on the phone, and then when she actually has the chance to, she refuses to do it.
1: Why don't you tell us about GoEco? We've not talked about GoEco yet, have we?
0: I don't. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Duh, Massey, no, it would have been we you.
0: started to, and then we stopped and started nine other subjects. There <laughs> you <Yeah>. um,
1: Well, <laughs> GoEco,
3: technology service provider, or... Providers, depending on what side of the spectrum you fall on.
1: Well, uh, the correct one is singular. I know. Yeah, and so. Uh,
3: so. they're an incredible, incredible business here in, in Lenoir County, and they're doing they're doing the Lord's work, trying to bring up the other uh, blooming businesses here in our neck of the woods, and providing them with the technology they need to reach the pinnacle of their industry. And if you want to see what they can do for you, you need to give. GoEco and Jacques call at 252 252 286 286, 286 53, 53, 53, 54, 54 54. Or visit their websites at GoEcoNC.com or what is whatisGoEco.com for more information.
1: There you go. Okay, uh, only one musical hint, but it's towards the end of the birthday game here because it's someone who has passed away. Our first one, uh, he was a uh, running partner. He was part of the big three with uh, Larry Bird and Robert Parrish arguably kevin And he might have been the most talented one of the three of them i mean he really was he was more of a unicorn uh-huh. than larry bird was and even robert parish but you're right larry Ma- larry <laughs> kevin McHale, kevin McHale, who i was a big fan of i, I thought I, I liked he was him on
0: a lot. funny episode of cheers and he wasn't at the cameo he was like in the whole episode very really? funny very funny did he play himself yes do you ever see that episode i didn't either what this is paramount a- plus Okay. Well, give us the... uh They have a bar bet trying to guess how many screws are in the floor where they play basketball. And Kevin McKay, it's somebody's birthday in the bar. I think it's... uh Norm's birthday, and Sam, since he was an ex-Major League pitcher, knows Kevin McHale and he gets him a signed Celtics jacket and he comes to the bar, presents it to him, and then they get into the bar bet, think about how many screws are in the floor then McHale's playing a game and he's distracted and <laughs> loses the game because he's on the floor counting them. It's a whole thing. Oh,
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm going to have to see that now. Uh, well, how old, uh, Jonathan Massey, how old is Kevin McHale today? Uh... 67 you say 67 what do you say John Dawson that is that is John Dawson doing math over there you can hear the numbers going through his head right now
0: 67 there yeah 66 Brian the numbers went through your head right over
1: there John Dawson he is indeed 66 today he was born December the 19th 1957 you know what John Dawson for yeah. someone who didn't really, I mean, he knows who Kevin McKell is, but he didn't have any idea how old he was. I believe Jonathan Massey deserves some credit for getting as close as he did. He was only one year old.
2: I that give him, nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's been about two months since you've done that. Was it good? It was worth it, right? It's so much sweeter when you wait and use it properly.
1: It is. It is. There you go. I, I feel pretty good about that. But you were right, John Dawson, 66 today. <laughs> uh, another basketball player here. He's one of the all-time great NC State Wolfpack hoopsters. Uh, let's see. I believe he was with the Wolfpack in the early 90s. Terry Gaines. I think. No, uh, no, that would have been in the 80s. Yeah,
0: whatever. Tom Gugliotta. I always liked saying his That's name. That's the guy. I remember that guy. Because... They would play the game before Carolina, he would score two points. Against Carolina, he would score 80 points. And then the next game, he would go back to scoring two points.
1: Yeah. I remember him. Yeah, Tom Gugliotta. Yeah. Well, he always got up for the big game, and as you yeah. know. I hope he's a Walmart greeter somewhere. <laughs> Tom Gugliotta. Played for, he was one of, uh, if I remember correctly, one of Jim Valvano's last recruits. And uh, actually had a pretty good career in the NBA, too. Played several years there and did all right. Tom Gugliotta over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? What year did he graduate? I don't know. He played for NC State from 1988 to 1992. He was a first-round draft pick. He was a sixth pick overall by the Washington Bullets. Dude, he played in the NBA. I thought he only played like seven or eight years. Dude, he played for 13 Uh, years in the NBA. 52. Uh, Let me see. Nope. Uh, How old do you say over there, Jonathan Massey? 53. You are closer. He was born December 19th, 1969. A great year. A year a lot of great Americans were born that year, John Dawson. 1969. Yeah. Uh, he's 54 today. Uh, who got uh, Kevin McHale? I did. He did. Okay, so it's one to one. Okay, next up here, uh, Jonathan Massey. Uh, I, man, he's been in so many good movies. He, and, well, we'll get to that in a second when we reveal his age. I, I'm a huge fan. Jake Gyllenhaal, let's just say that. Jake Gyllenhaal, who uh, we talked about his sister, uh, what, a couple weeks ago or a month or so ago? Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Oh, yeah. Uh, but Jake Gyllenhaal, who. He's kind of a kind of a, a weird, not weird. What's a good way to describe him? He just he's a method actor. He really gets into his parts, and uh, I'm a fan. Jake Gyllenhaal, Donnie Darko. That's all you need to know. He was a star of Donnie Darko and other great movies. How old today is Jake Gyllenhaal over there, Jonathan Massey? Forty-six. You say forty-six? What do you say, John Dawson? Forty-seven. Ah, he went the wrong direction. He was born December 19th, 1980. He's only 43, so where I was going with that, he's got quite the catalog for uh, to be as young as he is, 43, and he's been in a lot of movies. Do you know he was in uh, uh, City Slickers? He was a kid in City Slickers. I did not. Yeah, huh. Yep, that was his very first movie he was ever in. Uh, so you take a two-to-one lead there, Thun Massey. Oh, we got a musical hint. Trust me, you're, you're going to like this one there, John Dawson. Oh, I gotta find a good song. Because uh, tell you what, I'll play something, and you tell me what to play uh, that you like by this
0: boogie woogie man. Well, that's the song is "Boogie Wonderland." Uh, this was in Caddyshack with Rodney Dangerfield dancing. It was. You're right. You want to make fourteen dollars the hard way? <laughs> I bet you it was something before electricity.
1: There you go. He was a co-founder, lead singer, and main songwriter for this band. Uh, is it the OJ's? I don't know. No, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, really? Yeah, this is Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's Maurice White. Maurice White. He passed away in 2016. In fact, I believe that's him right there singing. Uh, How old would seven. he be if he were alive today, John Dawson? Uh, 83. You say 83. What do you say, John? is a Massey?
0: 84.
1: Ah, he went the wrong direction. December 19th, 1941. He would be 82 today. Man. 82 today. So uh, hey, you
0: guys take some lessons.
1: <laughs> yeah. Caddy yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. Hey, it's tied up two to two. It comes down here to the last one, and uh, this is a good one. This is for you, Jonathan Massey. He uh, was inducted into the WWF or WWE in oh, 2006. Just leave now. No, no, no. You'll love him too. You love this too. He said he was mean, although there was nothing mean about him. It's. Gene Okerlund. Mean Gene Okerlund, dude. You want to talk about going down a rabbit hole? Because I wanted to actually play, dude. I, I bet I listened to eight different you or watched eight different YouTube clips. I just wanted something just with his voice in it, where it was him talking, and I couldn't find anything. Man, everything else was just full of uh, of other people. Do you know who inducted him into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2006? I don't. Hulk Hogan said he was the most important person in the history. That's what he said was the most important person in the history of WWE, Mean Gene Okerlund. Did you know that he was a recording artist? He sang, I mean, I went down that rabbit hole. He uh, sang, released a couple of albums, dude. It doesn't surprise me because uh,
3: W uh, back when it was the WWF in like the late 80s, early 90s, they did uh we are the world type thing
1: and he performed two songs on it.
0: Yeah. I remember that. Do you? Yes.
1: That's just awesome, dude. And, and it just made I, mean, I was never a wrestling
0: guy. Cuz his uh, phrase was, I don't know what the hell you expect me to do about it. <laughs> that was his little phrase, wasn't it? Uh, you would
3: have uh, Jonathan. He had a he had a few, but yeah, that was one of them. Well, was,
1: how important was he to the to uh, wrestling in general?
0: The fact that he could keep a straight face was a <laughs> Well, most of the time.
1: Yeah. Um. No, I'm glad he brought that up. Hold on one second. There's a whole YouTube thing of him breaking, <laughs> of him seriously, of him breaking character, and a couple. Oh, dude, like three or four of them with your boy uh, macho Savage. man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, he looks so serious. Mean Gene is, you know, look. and then all of a sudden he just, hey, at one time he laughed so hard he fell down. <laughs> You've got to say that, that, uh, so, Macho Man got him so good.
3: Um, uh, so w- what was great about Mean Gene is this is before, you know, the product that we see in front of us now, which is polished, hyper produced, yeah. very polished. And it was basically his job to, to, to sell the gimmick, basically to make, people believe be, that this he was had real to be straight guy and he had to be the one that kind of navigated the story and, and to- to make sure the story went the way it went uh with all the backstage interviews and uh introductions While spontaneous yeah and it, it, he was the perfect person for the job wow. he wasn't he wasn't um trying to think he was like your brother love or you know paul bear where he was just a manager for somebody no he had to handle the entire locker room and make sure the story was told in the way it needed to be for it to sell tickets yeah put but butts and seats this is before i'm not gonna say before mass media because obviously television was there long
0: before it but uh before him, it was just, I remember it was like Jimmy Fly, what was it, Jimmy Snooker and Superfly TNT, like eight people in the audience and they're hitting people with metal chairs yeah. and the glow wrestling. After I, I can that. tell
3: you right now, this is a story from my stepdad. He saw Ric Flair, uh, who was it, Ric Flair, uh, Ricky Steamboat, Dusty Rhodes, and a, a couple of other big, big stars for like five bucks out in Wayne County somewhere.
0: Good lord. Oh yeah.
3: Now you go to a show even just the house shows where they're not televised $80, $100. You ever been to a show? I've been to
1: two. Really? I've never been to one. That, that's almost a, almost a bucket list. If
0: you pay me $15, bucks, i will wrestle him right now. <laughs>
3: I don't think I have to pay you that much.
0: Yeah, Just let him yeah.
3: interrupt you one more time. I get it for free.
0: There you go. Uh, hey,
1: one more YouTube thing. Like I said, I went down a rabbit hole trying to find something I could use here on the show. Is uh, Andre the Giant puts his hand on Mean Gene's oh, face. Yeah. Have you seen that? And it looks like he's a baby. That he's got a baby's head in his hands.
3: Yeah, Andre's hand was so big that he made a 12-ounce can of beer look Look like I would like a make hand. like a paint tube.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, he, his hand—he was just a massive human being.
1: But it's—you also- know—he's
3: buried in North Carolina.
1: Yeah, because, uh, he, no, he, Andre the Giant. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a farm here in western North Carolina. Yeah,
1: I believe close to Asheville. Yep. Close to Asheville. Okay, uh, Mean Gene Oakland over there. This is for the win. It's two to two here, uh, Jonathan Massey. He, How Jesus old? He died what? in 2019. Yeah. Died in 2019, so four years ago. How old would Mean Gene Oakland be if he were alive today, Jonathan Massey? 83. You say 83. What do you say, John Dawson? 84. Uh, he was born December 19th, 1942. So he would be 81 today. Congratulations, Massey. You get that one. Uh, you win today 3-2. to two. You now lead seven days to six here in December. And uh, some local birthdays. Uh, Charles Cottrell, former uh, girls basketball coach over at Kenston High School. Uh, he was a girls basketball coach when I first got here. Respect the heck out of him. Great guy. Really great guy. He's uh, now a minister. We're friends on Facebook, and I see him doing minister things on Facebook. That's kind of cool. Uh, North Nor, the new North Nor baseball coach, Cameron Schur. And I hope I'm saying his name right. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Coach. And then, uh, you know, Jordan O'Neill, right? Yeah. yeah. We talked about him on his last birthday and he enjoyed it so much. He sent me a message. So I had to make a point of making sure we wish him happy birthday again. Great guy, isn't
3: he? Uh, Jordan's great, dude. One of the most personable. And you want to talk about wrestling, Jordan. Yep. Yep. He, he did it for a while. And he and I have had many a conversation about about our love of wrestling.
1: Well, and just a great guy. Hey, he may have been a great wrestler, which he was. He's a heck of a basketball player, too. Yeah, yeah played at Bethel. Yeah, played at Bethel and was, uh, I think we, he was all, all area when I was doing the free press. So, uh, happy birthday, Jordan. Happy birthday, uh, Coach Cottrell, Coach Scherer. Uh, you want to give me a mean? Can you do? I can't. Uh, do I didn't know if you dream, yeah. Can you do mean Gene? Yeah. Well, you know what? In honor of being Gene, talk to me as if I'm mean Gene and you are, uh, you are, you uh, are, you Randy Savage? Yeah, Randy Macho Man Savage.
3: (coughs) Oh, yeah, Mean Gene. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to show them that the cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah.
0: You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, that was a pretty good
1: Mean Gene. I like it. Okay, listen, if today's your birthday, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico, technology service provider. uh... (laughs) <laughs> I can tell that's going to become a uh, regular little thing with uh, John and uh, Jonathan and I. It's it's singular. If you remember yesterday, Jacques Passelet came on the show, and he told us it's technology service provider, singular. No "z" at the end of it. Anyway, hey, I hope you guys are having fun with it. I think that's what we're going to do all week. We're going to have uh, special guests on during our birthday game. Uh, we've already got tomorrow's lined up. I think you are going to... Uh, To like it a whole lot for sure. So uh, anyway, uh, again, thank you to Jacques Paslec and uh, GoEco Technology Service Provider for uh, being the uh, sponsor of our birthday game every day here on the show. As we wrap up today's show, uh, again, uh, a lot of fun but uh, some solemn moments too. Uh, Again, I want to thank Richard Clark for joining us in our first hour. Uh, We talked about a lot of stuff. And, again, uh, we've talked about Eric Montross through uh, the entire show. Uh, We just, uh, uh, man, just heartbroken about that. Talked to Richard about him. Talked to uh, Brian North about him. And just, I don't know, for our younger listeners, you you hit a certain age and then uh, folks around your age start passing and it just, it, it, it's more poignant or, or it is poignant. And it just, uh, it hits you a little harder than, uh, than you probably realize that's, that's the deal with Eric Montrose. I mean, a guy younger than me that, uh, was just a true gentleman and all that. It just really hurts too. Again, I do want to, uh, one more time, just, uh, we were supposed to have a Damian Locklear joining us, uh, from, uh, the Kinston fire department in our, here in our second hour, he was going to be our big interview today. He was going to make his uh, show debut here on, on uh the Brian Hanks show and uh unfortunately just uh something uh happened with his family. I didn't get details, don't uh, that's up to him, but just uh he text said he received the worst news a father could ever receive. And uh man, that just heartbreaking, man. I don't know what it is, but uh he said if we pray, please keep our, our keep his family in our prayers. So we are all doing that right now. Uh so uh Chief Locklear, uh, I hate that you couldn't come on. Uh, but 100% understand. And again, just sending uh, lots of love and uh, thoughts and prayers and all that kind of stuff your way for sure. Okay. Uh, tomorrow's show, we're going to have uh, Michael Martin in here with us. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, working on a second-hour guest. Uh, it shouldn't be that hard. But uh, I can tell you the rest of the week, though, man, I'm very excited about this Thursday We're going to have uh, Nick Harvey III. They call him Nick Nick. He's a sophomore at Carolina. If you remember, he started out uh, playing. He was on the uh, Carolina football team. But uh, just an incredible and an awesome young man who uh, is uh, decided. He was going to just focus on his academics. If you remember when he was, a, when he was at uh, Kenston High, just one of the most academically gifted athletes, a uh, true student athlete when he was there. So he is uh, just concentrating on his academics. But he'll be joining us in the first hour on Thursday, then Jason Bryant in our second hour on Friday's show. Paul Whittington in the first hour, then TGIF with IP. Uh, and uh, I think we're going to get Jacques Paslegg in here live, too, on Friday's show. So there you go. Listen, have a great, great Tuesday. Uh, Have have a good time. Get your Christmas shopping done. Going to do some of that myself today, too. But we'll see you tomorrow uh, with Mike Martin on the Brian Hank Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College.